Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of This Week in APA. This is episode number 67, I'm proud to say, and glad that you could all join me uh, for tonight's show. It's going to be a good one. First of all, happy Labor Day to all you folks out there. Uh, I'm enjoying the the three-day weekend. Who wouldn't? I'm uh, going to have the day off tomorrow. I'm, I'm uh, doing this podcast on Sunday, and it is the first full week of the college football season. I know a lot of folks out there are excited about it. I always enjoy uh, the beginning of the college football season. Not so much the NFL anymore. I'm getting a little tired of the NFL, but I love college football and it all really starts in uh, essence this weekend. Already have had some big games uh, being played and in lieu of that, or I should say in conjunction with that, we are going to have on Greg Barrett, who did the uh, replay of the 2018-2019 uh, National Football Championship. Uh, he got his results in a few weeks ago. I wanted to wait until the first week of college football season of 2019 to talk to him about his results, and we are going to do that. So I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to have old Ogard 62 himself, Greg Barris, so stick around. You're listening to This Week in APA. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and again, as I said in the open, hope you're having a great Labor Day weekend. It is the beginning of college football, uh, the big start of the college football uh, season. We had a few games uh, this last week, and, and so what I really wanted to do on this Labor Day weekend is bring on a guy who is big in college football, big in pro football. He does a lot of it for the APA community. He's an old friend of the podcast and certainly one of the great contributors uh, to the APA community, uh, especially in the football ranks. He is also known as Ogard62. It's our good friend, Greg Barrett. Greg, welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Hey, John. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always, always a pleasure. Yeah, we were talking a little bit uh, prior to uh, actually going on the air about our experience at uh, this year's APA convention in Georgia. And, uh, boy, you know, I, I, we were both echoing the same things, that it was such a great time to see everybody and just enjoy uh, the weekend uh, with everything being APA. Oh, absolutely. I, I, Johnny Cochran, uh, he, he sums it up best. He says, you know, he says, it's like seeing family, and that's true. I, uh, I look forward to it every year, and as long as I'm able, I'll make the trip. Yeah, it, it really was. And, and, you know, we were both saying it's great to put faces with names. You, you may talk to some guys, and then during this podcast, I talk with a lot of guys, but I was finally able to, to meet them face-to-face, you being one. And uh, uh, it, it was great, and as we both said, too, we're both looking forward to it for next year. Absolutely. Now, Greg, the reason I got you on here is uh, to talk about your replay of the uh, college football uh, tournament uh, from the 2018-2019 season. Uh, Of course, we know the Clemson Tigers went on to to win the national championship. Uh, But uh, John Herson contacted you and asked you to do a tournament with the 12 teams that the game company put out. Uh, start from there and tell us how this whole thing began. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, 
John and I talked at the uh, convention, and then once I got home, what I did was um, is I just used the final college football poll top twenty-five from the end of the season, right? And I so to, I did that to you to use a single elimination seeded tournament. So at number one was uh, Alabama, uh, two was Clemson, three was Notre Dame, four was Oklahoma, five was Georgia, six Ohio State. Seven Michigan, eight UCF, nine Washington, ten Florida, eleven LSU, and twelve is Texas. Then what I did was I just the first top four teams got a bye, and then I started out from there. So the the, the first matchup I had was between uh, the Georgia Bulldogs and the Texas Longhorns, and uh, I'll tell you what the the, the game uh, Georgia won forty five twenty, but. Texas came out. They took an early 13 nothing lead. I was actually pretty surprised. And then uh, uh, the Bulldogs scored on their next six series, and wow, that was it. Yeah, that wiped them out, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell you, I, I know that you're a baseball guy, but that Jake Fromm's card, it might be one of the finest cards I've ever seen, John. He has, and, you know, in half of football, you know, a, a, a two – is usually a touchdown if you get, you know, play result two and a one is a, you know, a touchdown from anywhere. I mean, right. you can throw a good pass and from your own one, and it'll be a 99-yard touchdown type deal. Well, Fromm has three ones on his card. He's wow. got a one at 66, one at 11, and a one at 33. So you could believe every time somebody uses the, the Bulldogs, it's going to be uh, – <laughs> the fireworks are going to be going off. You know I mean? <laughs> He's kind of the Babe Ruth of uh, yeah. Apple football. <laughs> it was crazy, man. When I seen that card the first time, John's like, whoa, yeah. man. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's uh, – yeah. I don't know how they know how they could lose, you know. You know, and, and we talked before I've had you on a program talking about some of your, your football. You did uh, – done some football pre-plays too for the uh, – Super Bowl. Sure, sure. Um, it, it, was there any special setup that you had? Because I know that you, you and Greg Wells come come up with ways to kind of set up standards for games. So yeah. That, yeah, talk I, a little I, bit about that for the people that don't really know that much about how you do it. I do it. I, you know, I played this tournament really basically out of the box. I didn't use any of the innovations that I normally use. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I do is I create locator uh, tables for all the teams. Uh, so I'm using the teams, you know, correctly. You know, I'm yeah. using their, their pass-run ratio correctly. Uh, and two is it uh, prevents any type of gaming of the system. You know, I mean, if, you know, you're playing solitaire. Of course, you're not going to, you know, cheat. But, uh, you know, when, when I use the locators, there's it takes any kind of bias out there. So it just, it, I make sure I use the uh, cards correctly, uh, use the teams uh, correctly for, for frequency of pass, and, you know, rushing attempts. Sure. And uh, what it does is it targets your your players that uh, had more receptions or uh, had more uh, rushing attempts. You know, uh, it so it, 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 it works out great for me. Yeah. And... Um, so that's what I do for all the teams. I create locators for uh, all 12 teams. And that takes usually only like about 45 minutes for me to do each team. Yeah. And nothing too labor intensive. And uh, then I, I get at it. Yeah. And, and, and doing that, it pretty much uh, kind of 
to some extent, levels the playing field as that team played during the regular season, uh, rather than just having a guy like Fromm throw the ball uh, 85 times and probably exactly put up right. 125 That's points. exactly right. And that's, you know, too, John, you know, it prevents you from throwing to the A receivers sure. all the time. Because, you know, in football, you have A, B, and C receivers. You know, so the C receivers getting targets. They, it just makes it, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, I don't want to sound silly, but it's just more fair. You sure, know? sure, absolutely. So so you talk a little bit about the, the first-round game between Georgia and Texas. Were there any first-round surprises? Uh, not really. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I live out here in Washington State now, so I had season ticket to the Huskies, and my wife and I went to all the games, and it was so neat to be able to play a game with that team, you yeah. know? I was seeing all their home games in person, so it was fun. But they played UCF the second game, and UCF beat them, beat them up 38-21. You know how it is when you're, when you're rolling a team, you kind of... Uh, you got feelings for and uh, you yeah. get beat up. It's kind of hard, you know, <laughs> hard. Yeah, but it was a, it was a real interesting game because the Huskies entered that fourth quarter and they were actually winning twenty one to seventeen, but UCF scored. They had three second half, uh, three uh, fourth quarter possessions and scored on all of them. Wow. So it ended up being UCF thirty eight, Washington twenty one, and uh, the. The, the, the star receiver for UCF's name is Gabriel Davis, and he was basically the game's MVP. Mm-hmm. He had 10 catches for 132 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, yeah it was. Game. The, the uh, third game I played was uh, uh, Ohio State against LSU, you know, Big Ten, and, sure. you know, against the uh, SEC. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, uh, the difference in that game was uh, the big play capability of Ohio State. Yeah, I mean they had they had a, uh, a seventy-six yard touchdown pass, a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. They ended up winning the game, John, forty-two to twenty-seven. And you know it's funny when you play app of, uh, and I'm sure this happens for you too in baseball, John. Is you know I've watched a, a, not a lot of Ohio State games, but I've probably seen them play five, six times, and, and I seen Dwayne Haskins play, and I said, you know, I, I, uh, you know he's, 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 he's good, and I see you know, he gets drafted the first round by, mm-hmm. by the Skins. Right. Man, he, he, in this replay, he threw for 383 yards and five touchdowns. I said, you guy's pretty good. You know? He was a real deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's a real deal. So it's, it's kind of funny how the tabletop translates to, to your, your real-life uh, education of the team, you know? That's exactly right. That, I know exactly what you're talking about. In my replays, it's the same thing. It's, you know, and I've been do, I do kind of older replays, 50, 60 years and and it's it's funny because you think, wow, you know, you look at a guy's card and you think, I, I didn't realize he was that good. And then yeah. you see how good he is. And then you go back and you actually research how good he was. And you tend to forget uh, some of the guys that really put up some big numbers during their day. And, and like you said, you're playing Ohio State and Haskins out there. He's throwing the ball around the field, making things happen. And, and he leads his team to a win over uh, the LSU Tigers. And and then the, the the fourth and final game was Michigan and Florida, seven seed mm-hmm. against the ten seed, and it didn't turn out any different than your previous three games. 
No, but the one difference then, though, John, was this game actually had some defense. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Know, I mean, I've been, uh, these were all high school and affairs. And, 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 you know, you watch college football. I mean, that's how it is. You yeah. know I mean? It, it's, an offensive, uh, it's an offensive game. I'm more of a defensive purist type myself. Mm-hmm. But that um, Michigan game, they played the Gators. And I said, they turned it to Gator bait, man. They, uh, they won 32 <laughs> to 9. Right. Uh, but they... The Wolverines uh, had seven sacks. They forced six fumbles. They scored on a safety, and they um, shut down um, the Gators' running attack to three point one yards per carry. So I mean, it was it was the defense that carried the day. Right. And then the running back for Michigan, Karen Higdon, uh, he had a nice game. He had twenty five carries for uh, one hundred thirty one yards. So. Right. You know that uh, was it was fun. That 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 concluded the uh, first round, and, and it was real interesting. So, 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 so how did you set up the second round games, or what were the matchups there? Well, the second round, the first matchup was uh, Alabama against UCF, and you know I'm a, I, I, you know I love the Tide, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, they did disappoint, John. Jesus, <laughs> they, they scored in every facet of the game. They scored on offense. They scored a touchdown on defense. They scored on special teams. Tua had a monster game. He was he, he threw for 413 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. And, and so the final was 66 to 28. So. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. That was it. Was a beatdown. Yeah. Then, then another beatdown came. I, I was kind of surprised. I thought, man, uh, maybe Oklahoma will give uh, Georgia Bulldogs a, a, a tussle. You know what I mean? Because Oklahoma's a tough team, you know, with Kyler Murray, Eisman Trophy winner, and all that. Jeez, John, I played that game. Uh, Georgia entered halftime with a 42 to 7 lead. Wow. Yeah, the, the <laughs> final was 66 to 28. Um, uh, now Kyle Murray, he he only completed forty six percent of his passes. He, he still threw for three hundred and seven yeah. yards. Yeah, he's a big play kind of guy. You're right. But, yeah, yeah, he is. And Fromm did what Fromm does: threw for three ninety eight and four touchdowns. You know, I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's you, hard to stop. It's hard. Card, it's hard right? to stop those three but ones. Sorry, can I go ahead? No, I just say it's stop. It's hard to stop those three ones. You're going to come up against them sooner or later. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, John, I'm, I'm not kidding you, man. I, I changed the dice a couple of times too, you know, just to try to cool it down. <laughs> I think all it did was affect Murray. Yeah, know? pretty much. But, pretty much. But then the next game I played was uh, the Clemson Tigers against uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a good game. Uh, Clemson won 41 to 27. But really, the difference in this game uh, it was Clemson controlled the trenches. Mm-hmm. Um, they controlled the line of scrimmage. They, they to give you an example. They averaged eight point eight yards per carry, right. and that's that's the difference. Travis Etienne, he was the the game's best player. He had one hundred and twelve yards on sixteen carries. Wow. So yeah. you know, it was, it was a typical Clemson type game. Mm-hmm. And then to close out the uh, second round was the Ohio State Buckeyes against Notre Dame. And again, I thought, okay, this might be a really competitive game. Sure, on paper. And then, uh, Ohio State jumps out to a 27-0 lead. Wow. 
wow. <laughs> you know, what, what do you do, right? Uh, Ohio State finished it, winning the game for ten. Uh, Haskins, uh, real efficient game. He had 29 attempts. Uh, he completed 22 passes for 238 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And um, the receiver, Paris Campbell, I gave him the MVP. He only had two catches, but they both were for touchdowns. He got 11 yards scoring and 46 yards score. So, yeah, I mean, that, that closed out the uh, second round, and then it came down to the final four. And the final four looked just like the final four uh, from the actual season. Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. That's always fun when that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let, 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 me, let me stop you there and ask you a couple of things. First of all, you talked about uh, uh, setting the, the, the tournament up with trying to be realistic with, with the way the teams uh, trended uh, towards the regular season offensively. What happens, though, in a game, let's say, where Ohio State goes up 27 to nothing? And you know that the team in that situation would throw the majority of the time because they're behind. How does that affect your pre-tournament setup? Well, you know, when, I, when I'm playing uh, a tournament such as this, it's different for me, John, than when I'm doing, like, my replays. You know, because when you do a replay, uh, you know, you, of course, you play realistically, but you, it's more statistically driven, at least for me, mm-hmm. Okay. When I'm playing uh, a tournament or if I'm in a play, postseason of a replay, my whole deal is to win the game. You know, I just sure. go out yeah. and try to win the ball game mm-hmm. and coach that way. So, like, you know, when they jump up to a, a 27 nothing lead, you know, hey, I'm I'm not in the ball heavier than I would normal, of course. Right. You know, right. you know uh, so that's the best way that I have to answer your question. Yeah. I would do what, uh, you know, the, the, the actual coach uh, or coordinators would do in, in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. And that's kind of what I was wondering, because I'm thinking that might change the situation rather than going by, you know, he threw the target a 27% yeah. of the time, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. That's, and, that's, and you know, the thing is too, the beautiful thing about the locators and everything, you know, I'm a big believer, you know, I have everything built into them, you know, like trick plays that are based off their, their actual trick plays, you know, et cetera, you know, from fake pawns to this. But I, I never let the locator override common sense. Yeah. So that's always my my rule you know if it's you know for example you know if you know if i got a fake punt come up on the locator and the team's kicking from their own 12 yard line that won't happen right you know (laughs) know what i mean i'm damn altering my play calling you know for for a blowout you know i'm gonna i'm gonna run the clock so that you know uh, at least that's how i do it so you use locators with common sense basically absolutely absolutely okay Used to augment, you know, the game, not not be it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect way to do it. So, so we're to our final four. Run those teams down again. Okay, it's uh, the first matchup. Well, the final four was uh, Georgia, Emma, Clemson, and Ohio State. And the next game, John, was well, in my opinion, the best game of the whole tournament. It was 
Georgia against Alabama. And you know from real life, John, I mean, when those two teams go at it, those are always just great, great games. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I tell you, Georgia beat Alabama 48-45. to 45. Wow. And that game was decided and, and, and so crazy. Uh, but just like real life, Georgia had the lead and the ball late in the game. Uh, Alabama uh, forces a third down and long. If I remember correctly, John, I think it was third and 17. Mm-hmm. And Brown um, drops back to pass, and the tide gets flagged for defense, the holding penalty oh, of five yards and automatic puts <laughs> down and lost Georgia to run out the clock and win the game. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, you know, it's just, all the excitement comes down to it. But, John, come on, you watch a lot of games yourself. That's real. I mean, that that, that is. That you know, is. That's football, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 I would have loved to have seen Saban at the uh, post-game uh, conference. The sideline would just, I, oh, yeah, just, just erupt, you know. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, the Tide, uh, they held from to 14 completions. Hmm. Now, I tell you that, and that sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. But he still threw for 401 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and five TDs. Wow. Yeah, that's holding them. That's holding them down pretty good. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, he threw for 493 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Right. So that, I mean, it was one of those, it was a fun game. Yeah. I mean, of course, I wanted the tie to win, but yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. So, so, so there's really a, that, that's what you would call an upset, number five seed beating the number yeah. one overall seed. So now it's wide open, but I don't know how you go from a 48-45 game and can even uh, have the breath to come up and play that second game of the Sunday finals. It, it, it was fun. It, was, it really was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the next game I played was uh, Clemson and Ohio State, and I figured, you know what, you know, this will be a, you know, be a good game, you know, yeah. um, and, and 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 it really was a, it really was a a a, a real good ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Clemson um, was up by seven points uh, with three minutes left in the game, and um, Ohio State had the ball, and Clemson's Dexter Lawrence who. Uh, had a really good tournament. He ended up sacking uh, Haskins, forcing a fourth down at 16, and uh, on the fourth down, of course, they got to go for it. It's the end of the game. They mm-hmm. got to they got to try to score to either tie or you know or try a two point conversion to take the lead. Mm-hmm. And fourth down, uh, Clemson forces Haskins to scramble, and uh, they turn the ball over on downs. Wow, and I was. Uh, it was how that game ended, and but Haskins had an incredible game. John, he threw for 500 yards on the nose wow. and four touchdowns. I mean, this was like crazy stuff, you know. <laughs> but I mean, he had he had a kill too. I mean, sure. he didn't have three ones; he had two. Yeah, and uh, it was a, it just a 
real good. So with that being said, John, the, the uh, championship game at Levi's Stadium was between uh, Georgia Bulldogs and the Clemson Tigers. Now we know that Clemson was in the the real game against the uh, against the Tides, right. but they made it back, and uh, the Bulldogs beat the Tide to stop them from going back. Yeah, yeah. So this is a so this is a big one right here, and I, I and I and I can't wait the, the to hear what happened in this game. But but you've got Fromm going into this game. He has been by far the well, maybe not by far, but certainly the best player in the tournament so far. What are your expectations going into this? I had to, I have to agree with that, John. Your assessment there, him and Haskins, even they were the top two, and they do it too, that matter. But you know, I didn't, John. I really didn't know. I was, I was hoping because you know, I, I, I like the SEC. Okay, uh, all the years I lived uh, down south and all that, um, I was hoping that the, the Bulldogs would win the game. Um, I, it was a great uh, first opening half. Uh, Georgia entered the locker room with a 31 to 21 lead. Mm. I'm thinking, okay, you know, this is playing out like, like I expected it to, right. you know. Right. But then in the third quarter, uh, I don't know what Dabo Sweeney said to his charges at halftime, <laughs> John, but they, they came out in the third quarter and uh, shut the Bulldogs out in the third quarter, and uh, they scored. A pair of touchdowns. Uh, Etienne had a three-yard touchdown run, and they had a, a fifty-yard touchdown pass from uh, Lawrence to Kendrick. Mm. So they entered the fourth quarter leading thirty-five to thirty-one. Now, what else do you want in a championship game? Hey, right? it comes down to one quarter. It comes down Ooh. to the final minutes, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, really, to to. To, to wrap this up, kind of, uh, DeAndre Watkins again. You know, he had a great, he had a great best defensive player in the tournament. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. He had a strip sack and he recovered the fumble. And uh, what that did was it set up the uh, game clinching TD run by uh, uh, DeAndre Swift to clinch uh, uh, of, of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they end up winning the game uh, 45 to 35. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, so they come back with a 14 nothing fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, from, you know, what can I say? He, uh, he was uh, 29 pass attempts. He had 24 completions, John, 361 yards and five touchdowns and Man. no interceptions. Man, that, that, is, that is just getting it done. Yeah, incredible. But I'll tell you what, the key stat of this game, mm-hmm. you know, it's always the hidden stuff, John. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm you find it out in every place, too. Yeah. Well, it's the kicker for Clemson. And I don't know if you remember if you watched any of the Clemson games that year, but he was kind of, if they had one uh, Achilles heel, yeah. it was kind of the kicking game. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Hugel was the kicking yeah, game. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and he ended up missing. Now, none of these aren't. Chip shops by no means, but he missed a 52 yarder, he missed a 39 yarder, he missed a 47 yarder, and really that was the really the difference in that ball game. Yeah, so so really so, it, it it kind of reflected real life. I mean that that's it. And, and you're right; those aren't chip shot. One of them, 39 yarder, you should make that. But uh, still, 
three kicks, different ball game. Two kicks different is a different ball game. Yeah. Um, it, it really is because what it does is it, it, it just changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just yeah. so, you know, you're, the field position is going to be different. I mean, it's just there's a lot. The, the, tri- the, the trickle-down effect is, is pretty huge when you have that. So, yeah. so, so. But it's, it, it's, it's amazing, though, because how many times we talk about uh, – the app game and you have the term hey just like the real life just like the yeah, real oh, say it a million times say it a million times right yeah and it did turn out that clemson won like they did in real life but the georgia bulldogs no. certainly were there and of course and, and you really I, and and i gotta ask you this question do you think putting uh from on any other top let's say uh well uh, of the, the top 12 teams would have put that team at least into the finals. Do you think he had that good of a card? Oh, God, John. You know, that's a great what-if question. Uh, I, I I don't know if it would have for every team, but it, I would say for the majority of teams, yeah. it would have. Yeah. But, you know, John, most of these quarterbacks, because these teams are so good, most of these quarterbacks had two ones on their card. Sure. Or two oh, yeah. twos. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, hey, uh, but, man, when you've got one at 33, too, I mean, that's just that's just so strong. Unfair. You know? so, <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question uh, to your liking, yeah. but he would have had a major impact. Yeah, I mean, know? it just it just seems to me that he was so dominant that, uh, you know, really, and, and like you even said in, in, in the, in the uh, what was it, the Alabama game, they, they, they kind of held him in check and he threw for five touchdowns. It's like, really? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah, 14 <laughs> completions, John, right? They yeah, I know. <laughs> That's for all. Five touchdowns. <laughs> oh, but you had to have a great time playing that. Well, and it was that, a blast. Yeah. It was an absolute blast. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll do it again. That's for certain. You know, it's uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Now, now it was, but with, with all that being said, John, too, it felt good after that to get back to my my current replay. So there was some defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know it, it, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to watch all that offense. You know, it's it's hard for me now to watch Major League Baseball with with just all of the home runs. It just doesn't seem like the game that I grew up and fell in love sure. with. And it's, and it's hard to watch. And, and I, you know, like you said, you, 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 you play some of these games and you see the games on television. I mean, it's, it is a long lost art, the art of defense uh, for football in, in pro or college. And, and it, you, you, it, it, it really is. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of sad, you yeah. know? Yeah. But you know, it, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, offense sells. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, they, they 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 they've made the rules over the years, John, uh, to sure. promote offense, to promote scoring, you know, because they want the deepers to be back. I just, John, I just think about, uh, you know, like like watching a game with my wife. I can remember sitting back and we were watching the Monday Night Football game last year between the Chiefs and the Rams, yeah. and I was I was telling my wife I call her an offensive purist because. <laughs> You know, yeah, but but you know, Greg, and I don't know if you agree with this, and you can tell me, but 
you know, these games, and I, and again, you said it, I'm a baseball guy. I enjoy football, I do, but I'm a baseball guy. But, he, but even in a game that hasn't been around as long as baseball, uh, football, you know, don't you think that, okay, you, you want to see the little scoring, you want to see the game open up, uh, you want to see teams go up and down the field, but don't you think that that all would take care of itself along the way and that people aren't going to leave the game of football? I mean, the injury thing is one thing that might take its toll, but... If yeah, the way the, the game is, yeah. yeah, but the way the game is played, I mean, it's lasted that long with having the game played a certain way. The same with baseball. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people out there that enjoy a one nothing two to one game. I do. Sure. I enjoy sure. the the strategy of the bunt, of the steal, of the hit and run. You, there's nothing like that in this game anymore. And and it's and, and if you would just leave it alone. The game of baseball wouldn't have lasted 150 years if they were changing it every 10 minutes because, oh, well, the, you know, these guys' attention span is, isn't what it used to be. So we need, you know, to, to make more offense. I get it. I understand what they're thinking about. I just don't agree with it. I think leave things alone. It'll all take care of itself. Yeah, they'll find a way to adjust. And it may take some time, but it's all going to work out. I don't know. That's just me. I, I, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly. And, you know, I look at it just from the football aspect, you know. Hey, listen, what happens to the Saints, and I always thank God I was in Saints fan at the end of last year, you know, that, that's a tragedy, oh, yeah. you know, with that thing. But, but John, with, with that being said, and, and, you know, us as fans, of course, we want to see the thing called correctly, but... When you have replay for everything, I mean, just the time that it takes to do it, I mean, it's just too much. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah, I don't tell them. And, and, you know, and and they do the thing in in baseball. You know, you have, they want to speed up the game. Everything's about speeding up the game. And yet, you have the the replays, you have, well, okay, but it's it's not going to, it's going to save from the manager arguing a call. No, it's not. A guy goes out there, he argues the call. He's not out there nearly as long as it takes for them to go put on a headset, wait for New York to come up with an answer, look at 15 replays, and then they come back. You talk about slowing the game down. Yeah, no, yeah. And, 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 and you know, in baseball, just the, that normal pace of it as it is, right. you know. Right. Yeah, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, it's I, I, I'm with you there. Well, really let, let, let's stick to college football. I mean, that's where that's where we got started, and that's that's the the weekend for college football right now. Uh, you, the Georgia Bulldogs win the home of Appa, by the way. What do you think about that? The the, the Georgia yeah. uh, wins in the Appa replay um, this year. Let's get back to, to to real life for a second. Who do you like uh, uh, this year in college football? The AP polls out, the coaches poll. It's all the same through the first top 10. Anything you would change? No, I, I wouldn't, John. It's, and it's really the same cast of characters. Yeah, it is. You know? I mean, uh, Clemson, you've seen what they did Thursday night. Yeah. Um, they're going to be tough, okay? And, and all they've done is those, the, you know, their, their quarterback, he, 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 he got better over the, you know, the year he was the freshman last year. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and they got their skill players back. Hey, listen. Uh, as long as you've got Nick Saban and Tuscaloosa, <laughs> and like, the tide's going to be the tide. You know, and uh, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. 
Okay, it's just, and I'm, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm really curious with uh, Oklahoma mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, uh, Hurst there now. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah. him transferring from the Tide is, uh, let's see how he, how, how that plays out. That's so true. it'll be interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ranked fourth. They haven't played yet. They, uh, they, they won't play till this coming week, but, uh, uh, but really, and, and everything, you know, the first week college football, not nothing really exciting. A couple of good games. Uh, Oregon loses to Auburn. That that yeah. was really the only big upset, I guess. Not that big, but uh, at least an upset. It was a great day. That was that was a fun game. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's always so funny with the opening week uh, because you know, you know, to college, there's no preseason. Uh, there's no dress rehearsal sure. per se. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you come out. You, you I always I stuck my fist. I says, listen, I says. Uh, well, I was what I expect on opening day is to watch players get cramped up and uh, see an excessive <laughs> amount of penalties. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's, yeah. And that's what you see. Yeah, you know? turnovers and yeah, you know, guys missing counts. Yeah, but you're right. It is. There's no preseason. It's a, it's just get going. Sure. Uh, sure. Me, you take two at Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine? The final statistics this kid would put up if he actually played an entire game and and, and the entire game for all of the scheduled games. I mean, but again, again, he set out the entire fourth quarter, right? Yeah. In the game against Duke. Mm-hmm. Now, and he still had over 300 yards, of course, and all sure, that. Yeah. Can you imagine if this kid played, if Nick did take him out and he would set, he would, he would set. Records, I think that uh, God knows if when they would ever be broken. Uh, you're right, and and you really well. I mean, Saban did what you're supposed to do. You, you oh, take absolutely. your star out of the oh, game, yeah. and and if he didn't, absolutely. then he would be yelled at for you know be criticized for running up the score. But but you're right. <laughs> but you're right. I've always been curious, especially from the app angle yeah. uh, of, of statistics. Yeah. Of what this kid's final numbers? Are. I mean, they're they're great as it is for his, you know at the end of the seasons. But oh, it would be yeah. so much better if you know if the have playing competitive games. Well, you know? they're off the charts as it is. It would just be astronomical uh, yeah, if, if, that, be. if that was the case. Uh, Greg, uh, talk a little bit about your, your website, Yogard Sixty Two. I know, I know, you did the first time you came on the podcast, but it's really such a great website. Uh, tell the folks out there that might not know about it how they can find it. Well, it's uh, Ogard Sixty Two dot net. That's the address. Um, what I like about it is I have, you know, I'm the admin, but I have a, a, a team of uh, authors that really add to the, the website. I have my my good friend, uh, Mark Zarb, who uh, has a lot of his innovations listed there. His re- he posts his replays there. I post my replays there. Uh, you know Ray Dunlap real well. Sure. Uh, Ray's doing his... Uh, 2019 tournament or 2018 tournament, I should say, uh, he's posting it there. So if you want to see um, replays and tournament results, while well, all you have to do is go to the site and at the top you could click uh, the button to follow it. And anytime that I do a post or any of my authors do a post on the site, they'll automatically go to your inbox and so you can track you know, what games are being played. Uh, I, I write different articles 
uh, with you know innovations or just apple related football stuff uh, you know that that gets posted it said so there's a wealth of uh, a wealth of information on this site I've got like I said tons of innovations uh, um, rules uh, you know there's a lot of times I don't know about for you with, with baseball John but with football uh, when you're doing the scorekeeping there's a lot of times at least for me that say man how do I score this correctly you know <laughs> right and uh, Ray Dunlap who is, is one of the authors and a fellow Apple Hall of Famer uh, he was a um, chief statistician yeah. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. and what I did with Ray this started like three years ago now uh, I have a little section in here, Ray's rulings. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I have a question on penalties or scoring, uh, I go to there and you can find anything that you want. You know, I don't, they'll answer all your questions. So it's stuff like that. It just, um, I, I, I wanted something to be one-stop shopping for anybody that loves Apple football. Yeah. You know, so if you want to download score sheets, you know, if there's, Oh, if there's a game, I got all the game company score sheets. I have score sheets that I use. Yeah. Uh, they can download. Or let's say you 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 buy a set on eBay. I'm just making up stuff now. And you buy the 1976 uh, set on eBay, and there was no roster sheet. Okay. And well, on my site, I have all the rosters listed for every set. So somebody could just go there. Scroll down, see Apple football rosters, click on it, find the year, print it out. So it's, it's I, I just wanted to make it user-friendly uh, for the community. And and, and I, it is such a great site. I mean, I, I go there often and, and ju just to peruse it because I, I know you and Ray and, 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 and some of the other guys uh, that contribute to it. And, and it's just, it's so great not only to see the stuff that you put up, but see some of the responses you get from players uh, in the APA community, asking questions, getting their questions answered. Uh, you, you guys do a great job. And, and again, you can, and you can find that on the Delphi forum, the APA between the lines. I see it, I see it up there quite often when I'm posting yeah. some of my stuff. That's OGUARD, O-G-U-A-R-D 62.net. Um, yeah. if you, if you want to certainly check it out and I think you'll be going back to it, uh, time and time again, Greg, always great to talk to you. Uh, I'm sure we will do this again. I'm sure you'll be involved in the Super Bowl pre-play. Can't wait for that, but, uh, let's just enjoy, uh, the college football season and the NFL season coming up. Uh, I know you will, and I really, really appreciate you coming on and, uh, doing this segment with me. Well, John, let me say Thank you very much. I, I, I think you already know this, but anytime that you want me to do anything, you know I, I'm in. Uh, you do a great job for our community. Your uh, podcasts are first rate, and uh, you're a tip-top, you're, you're, you're a class act, John, and, and, and thank you, and I value your friendship. Well, thank you, and the check will be in the mail for all that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Greg, thanks again, buddy. We'll talk to you soon and uh, uh, stay well and enjoy the football season. Thanks, Chad. All right, that was Greg Barrett wrapping up uh, his 2018-2019 uh, college football tournament replay. 
the Georgia Bulldogs come back and upset, I guess you could say upset, the Clemson Tigers, who actually won the NCAA football championship from last year. Uh, and and what's a great games and, and just listening to them talk about it uh, kind of makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck. It it, it really was interesting and and uh, a lot of fun listening uh, to Greg's uh, assessment of that tournament and the way he set it up. And uh, you know when I knew the game company was coming out with the uh, twelve uh, top teams uh, of college football last year, something like this was going to come up and. Uh, and uh, John Hurston picked a great guy and Greg uh, to take care of it. So uh, thanks to Greg uh, for the interview. And we will take a break right now. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for this week's edition of This Week in Apple. Stay tuned, everybody. And welcome back, everybody, to our final segment of This Week in APA, episode number 67. I'm your host, John Aslan. Glad that you could join me, and I hope you enjoyed that conversation I had with Greg Barrett on the 2018-2019 college football tournament. Uh, The game company came out with those 12 teams, the top 12 teams, and I think Greg did a great job of of getting the tournament together, uh, seeding it, and uh, came out pretty true to form, except for the Georgia Bulldogs uh, uh, came away with the victory. And uh, as in a lot of sports, uh, hockey being one where if you have a hot goalie, uh, you got a good chance of winning it all, uh, regardless of, of where you sit uh, amongst the teams that get into the, uh, into the playoffs. Uh, and if you have a hot quarterback in APA, as the Georgia Bulldogs did, uh, that's uh, good enough to take it all, and they beat the Clemson Tigers in the finals. I want to thank Greg uh, for his time, and don't forget to check out his his website, oguard62.net. Uh, you get a lot of great information, just an interesting read, uh, if at the very least. And uh, I know if you check it out, you'll be going back time and time again. Uh, don't forget to download your Anchor app. Uh, go to the Anchor Podcast site, download the app, favorite the This Week in APA podcast. Uh, you'll be uh, joined then on my list of folks uh, uh, who can send uh, in uh, voicemails. If you have a voicemail message you want to send me about uh, one of the adi- uh, uh, episodes or ideas for upcoming episodes, uh, anything you want, you have 60 seconds to put up a voicemail to me. I'll get it. If it's interesting, I'll put it up on the uh, on the podcast or at least mention it. Uh, so go ahead and do that. But you first have to download the Anchor Podcast app and favorite this week in APA. So that'll wrap it up for this week's edition. Coming up, we've got a couple things in line. Don't forget uh, to keep uh, posting uh, through the uh, APA uh, the newsletter. Uh, your tournament results. Uh, occasionally, I'll pick out a tournament to uh, to promote and uh, and to talk about uh, the winners. Uh, uh, try to get them on along with the tournament directors. Uh, so uh, keep those coming in. Uh, also, John Herson uh, has got an idea that he wants to interview me. Believe it or not, uh, he's going to interview me uh, most specifically about my 1964 replay. 
uh, I'd be happy to do that. And maybe some other things might be dropped in as well. So that'll be up and coming here very soon. And of course, we'll uh, be talking about uh, the uh, baseball uh, season winding down. Uh, who is uh, going to make it to the postseason? And as I just mentioned uh, in the first couple segments, college football and of course the NFL begins very, very soon. So thanks once again for listening. We we'll hope you'll be back. And uh, when you will come back, I will be on with another edition of this week in APA. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next time.